0: So for today, our episode of Lifted, we decided to take a trip to Lynn, where is a jewelry store owned by Sanya. Now, what makes them very unique is that they're both doing a whole lot of different things to get them to the where they want to be. Point being, Dan not only has you know this project, but he also works on real estate that he owns. He also works in mass housing, so he has a full-time job, as well as trying to create a new endeavor as well as a bar. So he's doing a lot of things right now, and Sanya's. Holding down the floor. she's very talented, she has a, a, a very unique story. So, for us, we want to kind of understand the stories, so we want to kind of figure out where they're trying to go and what we'll makes them tick every day. Hopefully, we can get some items back, we can feed you some information that they're going to provide, so we can kind of show some more information that to get you to where you're trying to go to moving forward. But this is kind of like where it starts. So let's take it up. Come on in. Absolutely. Hey, yeah, how are you? All right, this is Absolutely.
1: Pleasure yeah, to Thank you for having us. So welcome to 51 Central Square. This is Omar and Jewelry of Lynn. And this is what I call my hub. I do my, my critical thinking here. This is where I run the operation, the business, the real estate. Uh, everything that has to do with what's revolving around Dan Morales and Sonia Aquino. And speaking of Sonia Aquino, I'd like to introduce you to Sonia Aquino, the owner of Omar and Jewelry of Lynn.
0: Hello. So thank you, Sonia Aquino, for having me here at the jewelry store. I've really enjoyed my time being here. So you being one of the founding partners for Omar and Oscar Jewelry Store here at 51 Central Square in Lynn, Massachusetts, um, is I know one thing about you is you have a really fascinating story. And I, every time I hear about it from Dan Morales and anyone else, it, it really resounds the hard work and struggle it really takes to be successful here, right? So one of the things I want to ask you is, like, can you just kind of explain to me where were you born and raised?
2: Uh, I was born in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was raised in a small little village, they, they grow rice, so everybody was really humble. It's like from the countryside of the Dominican Republic. And I had a dream like anybody else, like, like um, Martin Luther King. I, I had see. a dream and I wanted to come to the United States so I can do it by myself.
0: Absolutely. So you've always had this desire, this dream to be able to do more. So you're from San Domingo, and you wanted to make a trip, you wanted to go to the United States to be able to develop that dream. So can you kind of walk me through, like, what does the dream meant to you? Like, why, why, why? why uh, I wanted to
2: succeed by myself. I wanted to be somebody by myself. Because I'm a daughter, or my father was a businessman in my in the little town that I grew up. Mm-hmm. and I wanted to be do it by myself I don't need it, I didn't want to do like if I did it because I was his daughter or I was young. know I, I did it by. My, I wanted to do it by myself like I, I need to do it by myself from the beginning in order to feel, fulfill the dream that I have
0: so that dream was kind of uh, just to do better to learn more to, to keep striving to do more, and I know you had mentioned your father. Your father was a very big influence in your life, correct? Right? You mentioned to me he was a big business owner, and he kind of taught you that mentality at an early age. What are A couple
2: examples. Oh, my father was the um, best uh, example for me as a businessman. He had the big mentality. I wish he would be here with me today, but unfortunately, things happened. But he did a lot for me growing up and seeing him work every day. He was a workaholic, like 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 I think he was. Yeah. He never quit. And a lot of
0: people looked up to him in the village, correct? Yes. A lot of yes. people he was a very respectable person. He, is he one of those people that people look forward to for support, for information and things to be able to Of course, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. That's awesome. So um you know there's a lot of girls in South Domingo that you know they could be inspired easily because they you know things that they're up against right some things you've been able to relate to mm-hmm. what are some things that you would say to a young girl from Domingo that's coming to the united states or has that aspiration to do the same what would you say to them are some things you've learned
2: i always look at the young girls me growing up that like they married they got married like in a young age and i feel like that wasn't okay, that wasn't the right path for the young girl to marry at 12, 13. So I just wanted, I wouldn't like to see that happen, keep on happening. They can go to school, get an education, and do better, mm-hmm. do better like one step up of what my mother did or what my father did. That's awesome. So I want them, I would like to, my the new generation to break that and go do better, Take take advantage of the computers, internet, knowledge. Like, I didn't have that. So they can do better. And it's about choices. Absolutely.
0: And you was telling me earlier, like, there's so many things they can do now that they don't have to do certain things. They they can really take advantage of these things, learn what you need to learn, grow as a person, and then be able to educate yourself to do other things moving forward, right? So basically, not to be married soon, but more focused on the education, correct?
2: Yes, and then apply that to grow, to be a better mother, which we need a lot of good samples of mother. We need to be a strong mother to teach values to our kids. That's really, really important. Morals and values Mm -hmm. is is the base of what you're going to be in society. To make sure you grow up and raise Samples in
0: the in the society. So it starts in the home. It starts at group. home, yes. So yes. you teach yes. your kids that, you know, kind of like what your father taught you. So he have taught you good morals behind the family and also work related morals. And yes. then for you it's to continue to serve that and pass that forward to your children, correct? Yes. Alright, Sonia, you're being a little modest. We know that there was a real big journey in here, right? So a lot of obstacles that you had to overcome. So for me, is I, I know that at an early age, you kind of let loose to kind of figure it out on your own. Um, I know you had a certain amount, but kind of explain to me how that happened. What happened in that journey? Because it, it didn't just come out of nowhere. I mean, you really had some big pitfalls to kind of overcome.
2: Well, uh, like I said, I was like a little kid for my family. And to be here in the United States on my own, they wouldn't accept it. But I wanted to try by myself. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do it by myself and so I have somebody gave me $50 and said okay just $50 good luck yeah
0: Fifty. yeah that's it with the $50 $50 you're expected to survive
2: yes by
0: yourself make a life how did you do it
2: oh um, well I did well because I follow my dream again I know I have something and I stick to it Mm. And uh, you have to be, you have to stay focused on what you want. You need to stay focused. You have to have a plan. But sometimes things change. Things go wrong. Things go bad. And sometimes you make um, decisions that are not the right one at the moment. But you got to live with it. Mm-hmm. And you keep trying, keep trying.
0: So I know that um, you're, you're a Latina woman. Owning a small business in the heart of Lynn, how is that? How do you how do you kind of be successful in such a hard business in the, in the neighborhood as a woman, a minority
2: woman as well? You gotta be consistent. So what you want, where you wanna be, consistency, discipline. Mm-hmm. You want something, you stick to it, away, and you keep on doing it. You try every day, every day you try, and you try harder. Don't let go. So you action. You can do it. Action. But do it. Don't be complacent. Just do it. And if you fail, try it again.
0: So you failed a couple of times.
2: Of course, because I don't think I am what I where, where I what I, I want to be. Absolutely. I can do more, and I have a lot more to do, and I want to give more to the society. Because, like, I I'm a, I'm a mature woman now. And I know I can do more for my younger generation to
0: come. I mean, for me, that's what lift is all about. You know, I, I want to thank you. I think you are sharing your story. There's a lot of young women out there that could really benefit from it. Um, I know that. I, I I know that I benefit from some of the mentorship, and I think you're going to be able to do a lot for others as well. Anything else you want to share before we kind of wrap up here? Um, Latino women are
2: strong. We got it. We have double. Like, double side, We have the Spanish and a little bit of English that you, take, you learn here when you get here, so you apply both. You have double, double standard. like mm. you can use both and take advantage on both worlds. That's awesome. So you have more power because you have two languages. You can learn more languages if, you, if it's better. The more languages you learn, it's better. But don't stay home thinking that you just got to cook and do the meal for your kids. You can do a lot, I agree. but family is the more important. Family. You have a son. I have a son you do and a daughter. Do and daughter as well, right? Yeah.
0: So your mother, is trying to figure it out. And I think you've done an amazing job.
2: Mother, mother is the best that could happen to me. I love it. Uh, nothing else is comparable to be a mother. Uh, you have to be really human in order to be a mother. And I love my kids to death. So
0: for me what I'm learning is like it's if you're not you're not, you're, not, you're a successful business owner, you're humble, and you're all about changing the landscape for others around you and also your children for years to come, right? So you're changing your landscape. So I for me as an individual think that the most important thing for it is our family providing for our families and then changing the landscape so making it easier for them as they get through this this world. Um leave it better than you found it, right? So I think you're doing that very well. So, I, and I think you're an inspiration to many others and that to me is what Being Lifted is all about.
1: So I think early on, uh, I think money catches everybody's mind and we try, as we navigate through life we try to figure out what it is we want to do. And we're indoctrinated into a lot of different avenues in life and what I mean by that is whenever you start any kind of process, whatever you start any kind of job, it's indoctrination. You learn somebody's system when you start to break the mold and start thinking outside of indoctrination, outside of a certain mold or mold, then you can breathe on your own, do on your own, create on your own, and be your own entity. And I learned early on that unless I was able to move away from indoctrination, I was always going to be that person that marched to the same beat at the same drum that everybody else was doing. And I didn't want to do that anymore. So yeah, I've had some experiences where I went from cleaning floors, scrubbing toilets, to flipping burgers, to fixing cars, to photography, to a lot of different things in life. And what worked for me was knowing that if I did this, I was going to be compensated for that rather than say, if I go flip a burger for somebody, I'm going to get a certain amount of money for a certain amount of time. And that for me wasn't feasible. So what I had to do was change that mold. And that had to become breaking indoctrination, doing it on my own creating my own avenues. Uh, And that led to where I am today. With the real estate, with the businesses, with investments. uh, I I like working for myself. Although I do have a full-time job, I like the other means of income as well. Giving me independence. If you don't mind,
0: where were you born? Where were you raised? I
1: was born in the Midwest. I was born in Gary, Indiana. Okay. Uh, I was raised just outside, just east of Gary. There is a city called South Haven, so I was raised in South Haven, Indiana.
0: Okay. Okay, so your name was given by your parents. What was the name they gave you? Yeah, so
1: I go by Dan Morales, but it's Daniel Daniel. It's biblical, based on the biblical,
0: uh, after Daniel. Okay, absolutely. So religious family maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: very, very so, very much so. I was raised uh, in a Christian family my entire life. Okay. Uh, How was that
0: very strong. So, how was that kind of growing up in the neighborhood? How were you we able to adapt? If you mean, raised in the neighborhood, well, I think you, you
1: have to you have to take the teachings. I was I was raised Catholic, okay. born into Catholic, raised Catholic. Okay. At some point, my parents transitioned. I want to say later on in life, transitioned to to rather than stay in Catholicism. Uh, so Christianity, uh, they started following. Based, I think based on my mother didn't believe in some of the things of idolatrizing because there's a lot of idols in the Catholic Church, et cetera, et okay. cetera. So I won't get into the political side, but Absolutely.
0: basically I was raised Christian. Okay, and then that's the neighborhood you grew up in? Is that, how did you kind of grow up in the neighborhood you were coming up in and the environment? So it?
1: basically, South Haven is really a short distance from the steel mill. My father was a steel mill worker. And so my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And we grew up in kind of a middle-class, middle-class America at the time, you know, 60s and 70s. Uh, good neighborhood, good values. Uh, it's, it's north, it's midwest, it's really peaceful. But there was something niche on my dad that, uh, he wanted his kids to learn Spanish. And you're not going to learn Spanish US. So what did you
0: do How did you-
1: So did basically, you- we were, we were kind of, Thrust into the culture. When I was 13 years old, my father sold a house in Puerto Rico. Okay. And so it's a simple story that we And so we were thrust into the Puerto Rican culture, Puerto Rican environment, school system,
0: here you go. There's no real American school. So you guys picked up and decided to go to, to, to Indiana to make a life for yourself in the United States from Puerto Rico?
1: So we went from, I was born in Indiana, raised there. But when I was 13, my father decided he wants his kid to learn Spanish.
0: So he picked up from Indiana and went to Puerto Rico at 13? Correct. Wow, okay. Because he wanted to make sure his family understood the language. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we learned, I I went into the sixth grade, 13, and then uh, went through school. I
0: learned Spanish. You and the family as well, so the brother... Yeah, so my brother... Everybody's learning Spanish. Everybody went from Indiana, they came out to Puerto Rico to learn Spanish. And then what happened from there? Like, you learned Spanish? So basically,
1: the time is around 1985. Work was really scarce. And I think at some point my father decided it's time to go back to the States. So being the oldest son, he said, uh, you know, when you graduate high school, we're going to go back to the States. But instead of going back to the Midwest, we're going to go to Boston. There are life lessons that you learn along the way, and I think that during that during that time in, in my life, where transition, i was 17 years old, I was making money, but at that particular time, I knew exactly what I never wanted to do again.
0: And that's the Never scrub toilet. I'm not
1: cleaning toilets. Yeah. I'm not cleaning floors.
0: So it was a valuable lesson, but You did it. No question. You did it. To, it was the vehicle to get you to where you were trying to go. That's but that's the. It wasn't. When
1: the sacrifices you make for your family, particularly as an oldest son, to, to be able to support family and bring a family and transition a family from one country to the next, I think it's an obligation you have. And so I took that on as a full responsibility for the oldest son and happy to do so. Uh, but I also understood at the time that, that wasn't for me. And so that was a life lesson for me that I knew at that moment that was a sacrifice I made. I know I'm going to do it being paid to do so, but this is something I'll never do again. And so from that point, I moved on to a different job, to a different job, to a different job, piggybacked. Essentially, the jobs that I ascertained after that were all supervisor jobs. They weren't like entry-level positions. Because, again, I never wanted to do
0: that again. When did you finally figure it out? Because again, you're going through a lot. You're a young man trying to make it, bring your fame. That's a lot of responsibility you your end. So as you're trying to do this, it's gotta be something that when did you figure it out? Like when did you start to kind of figure it out?
1: I think that you know as as young as young minorities, Latino men, there's a trigger, but there's a lot of missteps as well. Okay. And so we well, I think we, we're not blocks, doing. stumbles, no fell about, a couple of times. You know, in order. In order to succeed, you have to fail. Absolutely. Because you learn from those failures. Absolutely. You know, and again, another great quote is that, you know, we learn to get up because we fall down. Absolutely, right? right. Okay. And so
0: You just pretty much got tired of falling. Like, There's no question. I need to figure this no out sooner than later because you again you have some responsibility that you need to be able to bring back.
1: So so one thing I can say is that early on in life I knew that I, I felt I felt my calling was helping people love Batman. Batman is something that kind of lives with him. I love Batman. Yeah. And so I kind of took on that moniker that I'm ready to save the world.
0: Absolutely. And so my
1: father's a military guy, he was in the Navy, and I wanted, I always wanted to be a Navy SEAL. I just wanted to go to the military and kick ass, pretty much. That's just, that's kind of what I wanted to do. Unfortunately and fortunately, I have a beautiful daughter, Christine, as a result of this misstep. I got a girl pregnant. Two days before I was to be sworn in to go wow. to the military. So I was to be sworn in on Wednesday, but on Monday I was told, you know, uh, my what ended up turning out to be my first ex wife uh, was pregnant with my first daughter. And so I did not go to the swearing in and I bypassed the military.
0: So, all right, so now that you I mean, you're doing some really good things, what are some ideas or what are some things that you would share with the young adults? you've that really need some inspiration? Like, like as you've been able to fight through it, what would you say to them, like, how, if you have a... Does it kind
1: of well, f- first I would say, edu- educate yourself. But educate yourself to the level where you need to be. Uh, yes, I have a master's degree, but that's as good as the paper it's written on. Mm. It's a, h- how much did you educate yourself in knowledge? Mm. How much did you learn? Still how, learning. Absolutely, how can you apply that to everyday life? Right? How can you make it work for you? Because a degree is only a piece of paper. It's as good as a paper it's written out. Right? Absolutely. Because my degree doesn't influence what I do for investments, what I have for properties, how I do banking. I mean, a lot of that stuff you no. probably learn afterwards, right? That so you can the fundamentals, but you
0: right. was able to take it and develop that. Yeah? But I was,
1: okay. I was being mentored by other folks, too. People that helped oh, me by so. the end say, come yeah. this way, come this way. Don't go there, don't go there. You see, the same I do for you and other folks. You know, mistakes I've made, I've been able to avoid some of those mistakes by people that have mentored me as well.
0: I say it all the time, I think you've walked me off the ledge, kept me from walking off the ledge plenty of times. I mean, I know there's others that's going through it, so I think the power of mentorship is extremely important.
1: I think, at at some point, we Latino men, women, minorities, we shortchange ourselves by by believing the, 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 what I call the mass media, right? You're not going to be able to do it because nobody else was able to do it before you. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. We're individuals, and we can go as far as we want to go. As long as we're willing to put the, the work into it, you know, everything takes a little sacrifice. I can't even remember. I mean, if
0: I, if I would have known you now, I would have never known in your past you was Revellous. No question. You know, so for me, to, to, to have that type of elevation and still want to do more and give back, I appreciate that. And I, mean, and I mean that from the bottom line, for me and you know, all the individuals I know and that all the individuals that don't get this type of mentorship, we appreciate that. So I'm thanking you for that because I know that there's a lot of individuals that need to hear this. And that's the reason why we do this. We do this to try to get this information back. We do this to highlight individuals that doesn't have to give back, that decided to give back on your free will because nobody told you to do it, right? Right. So I just want to so thank you from all the young men that's trying to do good things, right? And um, yeah. Anything else you want to share or close yours?
1: Uh, I just, you know, again, I say, uh, you know, education isn't a paper it's written on. I think that we should all expound on what we learn, be able to share that with others. Bring others with you. What's the point? I think what's the yeah, point? Absolutely. You know, if you're going to, again, you're going to get to the top, you know, I don't believe
0: in expensive houses, expensive cars and what I don't believe in We that. spoke about that. Absolutely. Exactly. Let's finish on. So you had mentioned that um, like so I, I went and bought a, a newer car and I'm kind of it. I'm like, I don't know why I did it. You know, I wish and I'm gonna trade it in and get an older car, but you taught me that, right? So you're you one of the individuals that told me like It's a bad investment. Everything glitters isn't gold, right? It's, it's a charity. bad investment, right? Sure. So so how what, what do you drive? I have a two thousand
1: eight truck.
0: Can you afford a 15000 Oh, yeah, 600? of course. You yeah, could. Course you, you can better. afford a brand new car of if you want to. But you'd rather not,
1: yeah. because you're going to invest your money. Why? It's, you drive yeah. off the lot, you lost 20%. Look at that. Okay. And great. then I, I'm i
0: one of those guys that did it, and like, I'm kind of kicking myself for it. I won't do it. Yeah, and I've learned my lesson. I have not drive a new car.
1: I never have, I never will. Yeah. I don't have
0: to. So we don't need to drive nice cars. No. Why? I carry refrigerators,
1: and stoves, and wood, and sheetrock, and all that stuff in my truck.
0: Well, that's leadership material right there. Whenever you're, whenever you're the person that can do the cleaning of the toilets, to so then have that mentality and then not mind doing it again, I think to me that's amazing.
1: But I, get, I think leadership also comes with a certain quality where people follow the leader when they know they're going to lead, uh-huh. not point your finger and say, uh-huh. go do that, rather than say, hey, come with me and let's go do that. Let's go take that hill. Not, hey, go over there and go do take that hill. You know, screw you. you figure it out. No. So, I won't send you to do anything I'm not willing to do myself.
0: Absolutely. So how do you keep that mentality going? Because I mean, sometimes I, I know you've been successful, right? And you get to a certain place where you don't feel like you need to be as humble, but you still are. So how do you? Staying? You
1: you have to stay humble. My father turned me early on in life: you'll never forget where you came from. You know, as soon as you forget where you came from, it turns you into somebody you're not. And somebody you're not. You're not somebody you're not, you don't want to be.
0: And I'm sure there's been many moments when that almost happened to you. No question about it, we all want to want to <laughs> take that right hand turn and go, wow, yeah, that's yeah, beautiful good, yeah, yeah. You know, but stay the stay on the path.